Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Dracaris, bitches. <laughs> Welcome to Straight Up with Stasi. This is fucking weird. This is the first time I am using what what is this? I don't know. My phone is connected to my podcast. I have two different headphones on and I'm ta- FaceTiming with Taylor Strecker in this podcast. Hey girl, hey. Uh, this is this is weird. This is I know. This is bizarre. Like I almost well, okay. like how how are people doing this? I'm, so I've I've been doing this now for like, so I, my radio show is still Monday through Friday, two hours of like content. So it's usually live in studio in the morning, but now we're doing like, like live to tape pre-records. And so some of my co-hosts have Zooms. So I've learned how to do this like system where you record into your device. Like, you know, we usually would in person, yeah. but you have to do it over fucking like FaceTime yeah. because we're so in quarantine weird. mode. So weird. How I know. How is, I don't even know how to have a conversation right now. <laughs> I need to get what, you know what? I need to get with the times. I need to learn how to use electronics and stuff. I mean, so many people were already doing this anyway. Isn't this what Watcher Crappens, don't they do this? This is, totally what watch what crappens does yeah they and, and and they were doing it just out of pure laziness like they just didn't feel like leaving their respective homes and you know meeting in person god bless so, them and also i believe two judgy girls i actually don't listen to the podcast i know of it obviously but i've heard that i think they're cross-country so i think that they actually have to do this too so there's lots of people god bless who, all of them who have been just choosing to do this <laughs> I'll say this. Okay, so the, obviously this pandemic is terrible for health reasons, for economic reasons. But I will say that there are some silver linings of any disaster. And for me as a podcaster, this is a silver lining because, you know, I live in New York. I have you. You live in L.A. I have a lot of contacts that live in L.A. And like, I'll be like, oh, well, I'll fly out to L.A. And then I'll do like six podcasts in one day and then like bank them all together. But I now I'm like, shit. I mean, we could just, if somebody's got the Zoom device, we could just do it this way. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually like, wow, Stas, we are Stasi and I like going to do a podcast with each other every single week? Fine. Fine. Let's, totally let's just do would. it. I mean, I, listen, as, life is scary right now. As of right now, I don't have any sponsors this week. So um, I'm doing this shit for free. 
right now. I have a sponsor. Thank you. I'm doing Thank it. You. I'm doing it for the listeners right now and to keep myself busy because I just need an outlet to bitch and moan and complain <laughs> and connect. What has every day been like for you? Every day has been just, you know, I this is an annoying answer, but I've been weirdly the busiest I've ever. You been. that is a really fucking annoying answer. Um, it's I know, and I apologize to anybody who's like, God forbid, lost your job or like like feeling like you're gonna get laid off because times are fucking scary. And my dad's a doctor; he went to Harvard. He's a surgeon, but um, <laughs> he you know the man's the smartest man I've ever met. He's so hardworking and like. I'm scared about my parents in these times, yeah. you know, like, I mean, he can't see patients. And if he's not seeing patients, he's not working, he's not making money. So I get that this is very like real and scary, but podcasting has never been more, you know, relevant and important in people's lives because you can only watch so much news before you start to fucking think like the world yeah. is going to end in I, a contagion style. No, 100%. I've never tweeted so much in my life to distract myself. Like I've, I'm doing things that I've, I haven't done before. Life is weird. Life is weird. And TV's awesome. As we all know, it's great to binge Rahoni. As I, I know you I can't stuffy. stop. It's a fucking drug. Taylor, Real Housewives of New York. I'm pretty sure Bo is going to break up with me. Like, we're not going to make it to the altar because he's seeing who I truly am during this quarantine time. And I'm not a drug addict, but I am a Roni addict. And like, once I press play, it's like, it's like the same feeling that like drug addicts describe when they're like, I just can't stop. I'm like, me neither. I totally get it. I have a problem. <laughs> I have a, the first part of a, of addiction is admitting that you have a problem. That's true. So that's a good you're a good step in the right direction. But like I feel like when you're on the couch for so long, like studies have shown in the past that once you watch, I think it's over like three hours of television, you actually start to like go into like it, it's it's no longer um, entertainment and it starts to become a depressant. So like that would make sense because like, I feel a little I feel a little down because <laughs> because you're watching people live life while you're literally being sedentary. Yeah. And so the more after three hours, like for every hour that you watch TV, you get that much more increasingly depressed. Mm -hmm. And so people can only handle being on the couch for so long. So that's what I'm saying about podcasting is at least with the podcast, because like when I'm watching Vanderpump or like any or or Rahoney or Beverly Hills any show that matters to me I need to focus on that show right but I've got shit to do like the dishes or cooking because I feel like that's all I do or like the laundry so or maybe I want to take a walk and it's like the only thing that you can keep you company during that is a podcast that's so I feel like a lot of people right now are listening to podcasts because they're lonely and they want to connect and I get that so I feel like I I wake up and all I do is I record for the Taylor Strecker show I do taste of Taylor recordings I do other people's podcasts I'm just like it's I'm non-stop and I so that's how I'm surviving this crazy time is I'm surviving through keeping busy okay that is something that I want to try and get into because I'll I have you. been I have been the opposite I feel like I'm someone who has to have like a schedule every day, get up and go and do the what I have to be doing. And that's when I'm most productive. Like the more I have on my plate, the more productive I am. And so being forced to just stay home and not, you know, having our, the tour canceled and just like our reunion is now postponed. There's like so what? many, so many things that we're, I'm just like, oh my God, I can't motivate myself because I'm not busy. 
And so it's so hard for me to like get up and be like, I'm going to do a podcast or like get up or I'm going to work on my book. Like it's really like it's really hard for me. I'm watching all these people on fucking Instagram be like, this is your time, you know, like everything, you know, it's like, yeah, I get this is your time. And I've actually been one of those annoying people that said that like, hey, like you finally have the time to like create your own blog if you've always wanted to or like start something. But like, OK, it's actually kind of fucking hard to like get up and motivate yourself, especially when we're in sweatpants all day long. I'm like, I'm literally, I'm feeling uh, every other day I go through either like feeling really crazy and sad or, and depressed. And then I have like good days, which are, they're normally the days when I put on makeup. Like today, I, I feel okay today. I need to put some makeup on. Mm-hmm. I have makeup has not, tu- not touched thy skin in literally two weeks. The last time I wore makeup was when I saw you when we were, Panic escaping from Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. I know. After we heard that the tour was for that leg, like just postponed, canceled, whatever. I know. And then that was two weeks ago. It's really I'm, sad. It's can we talk s- about tour? Can we talk about it, it, please? I'm gonna cry. I miss it Aww. so. I miss it so much. I miss the bus. <laughs> I miss everything. <laughs> I really. Wait, wait, can we talk about this? What do you miss about the bus? I just miss like. I, I well first of all I ended up liking the bus because you I love, just girl you are you're a bus slur you I fucking love that I loved it bus. because it's like right after every show I can just take off my makeup put on comfortable clothes go on the bus we can either play like uno or games with each other or watch a movie and it's yep. like I'm it's like you're in a first class like JetBlue Mint or Delta One seat where like you you're forced to just like watch a movie chill and like go to sleep like that's how I feel about it except it's a bus and we have like our crew with us so it's it's just like fun it's like a big sleepover party I don't know I it was like a big sleepover that last night that we had before the tour got postponed canceled whatever you want to felt like the last supper and we didn't even know it I know and we were all playing uno as like a whole cast and crew and it was like the fun and I was winning and crushing everybody and everyone comes down to me <laughs> and then the world came to a screeching halt the very next day but like yeah I mean it was like we I feel like we were just kind of getting into the groove of the bus and like last when we did our first tour it kind of was to be honest it was like the talent which would be you, Bo, and me. And then there was like the crew because the crew works together and they're the behind the scenes people. Like they like, yeah. they set the tour up and like they set the stage up and all this stuff. And like we were always like very friendly with them. But like being on the tour bus with them, you we were like families. Yes, and I family. Know. Yeah, it's like you become so much closer. And I, I feel like it's just been ripped from us. And I, I feel so bad even complaining because like there are people who have it so bad right now. You know, know, they have it so bad. But I mean, I'm entitled to to feel how I feel about what personally happened to me. And I was like just so looking forward to being on tour for a few months and like living that life and and meeting people and like going to different cities and towns and just the fact that like. I thought we were all going to be like on this journey for a few months and now we're just I'm like stuck on the couch. It's freaking my brain out. I feel well, also we were like like in order to go on tour and you know maybe people like Kristen Doty don't understand this. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> uh, oh 
We talking about it, girl. Um, but <laughs> I will say that <laughs> I'm just a protective friend. Um, but I will say that like going on tour requires so much mental energy and preparation, you know. And I know this sounds ridiculous, but like you like I had to get this bod ready, you know, like get a spray tank and my lashes done. Like like you have to get like all of your supplies for like these long stretches and hauls. You you have to pull your outfits, and then also you have to like get all your shit done at home that you can't do when you're on tour. So like, yeah. like the, like, and then you start to gear up for like, we're going to be on this bus. We're going to be performing. We have to get this energy. Like you have to readjust your, like your like circadian rhythm to get like into like a new groove with a schedule and a sleep schedule. Yeah. And so we were all like gearing up. It's almost like going to outer space. It is. Bit. It totally is. We were going to outer space. And then it's like, oh, psych. Nope, so no, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. It's all good. And then you're like, what am I supposed to do with the next literally three months of my life? Yes. And then every, and then everyone's like, oh, you're going to you're going to be grounded by not your parents, but by the government. Yes. And you, can do, and you have to stay. So it's like not only is a tour no longer available to us. Yeah. But now no, no society isn't. I know, Taylor. I know. <laughs> I'm going fucking crazy. And you know what? At first I thought I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna love this because I am an like an ambivert. I'm mainly like an introvert and like I don't get FOMO <laughs> and I love being at home. Um no, I am not thriving. I thought I was going to thrive. This is not the journey that I want to be on right now. This and I, is not the life I want to be living. No, I miss the Grove so much. Yeah, what do you miss the most? I really, I miss the Grove. Like, I sometimes I sit and I close my eyes and I imagine to be at the at La Piazza, the Italian restaurant by the Grove, and just looking at the fountain and the water and drinking a St. Stasi. Yeah, they have a cocktail named after me there. <laughs> and eating prosciutto and mozzarella, you know, on a Christini, like that, that, and then maybe going and seeing a movie afterwards, popping into Sephora to buy something, a new eyeshadow. Like, I miss the Grove and the tour. That is like the two things that I really, really miss. I miss exercising. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a sugar fish, and I'm really concerned about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I used to go there Stassi and and FYI it was Weight Watchers approved when I when I was on Weight Watchers so I miss Weight Watchers and I miss Sugarfish um I can't even deal with the with, a diet takes so much mental energy and also like um focus and motivation that I just I simply don't have right now so I will be making meatloaf tonight and I know that's disgusting but you know what that's where I am I right know, now it's really being. not disgusting I love meatloaf I, what, what is oh. there is, is does meatloaf have some stigma that I'm unaware of? I feel like there's like foods. Okay, so this is a me thing. Okay. So I like so I I've always thought I have like massive body dysmorphia, although I finally got myself to the place that I always thought I was. Does that make sense? A little, but not really. I'm an achiever. I'm an achiever. <laughs> I finally got myself to the weight that I always felt that I was. Okay. Um, so, but I've, so I've always been super insecure. Even when I was teeny, 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 tiny, I was always insecure about like my cellulite or that like I wasn't skinny enough. Blah, 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 blah. So I always, I've always felt like the chubby girl. Okay. Always. No matter what size I've been. Okay. And, I, and I've been them all. So as a chubby girl, I always felt insecure. Like when I was little, <laughs> this is, I'm going deep, man. When I was little, I used to always remember like my, okay, so two things. When we were little, you know, like when um, wearing those like biking shorts was like in vogue, like you would have them in like blue and purple and pink and you'd wear them with like a t-shirt tied up. I don't we're, think I we're, did that. We're, a, we're far enough apart in age that this might not have been like a trend for yeah, you. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I, I, I went there. 
Mm-mm. So I so my number one thing was that like I am like I'm I'm thick okay I got I got I got athletic thighs and so I would always feel like my shorts were cutting off the circulation to my legs and like my fucking friends their their fucking biking shorts would be like hanging off their skinny legs and I remember so that was always like I felt very insecure about that but then also I remember when I was with friends we get like ice cream or pizza I'd always watch how they ate it because I like didn't want to eat it first because I would just wanted to like Ruff, scarf it down. Down. Yeah. So I would like eat slowly just to make sure that like I wasn't eating faster than them because I thought if I ate it too fast, they would be like, that's why she's chubby. Again, this is all in my head. I want to be very clear on this. Okay. So then I also developed insecurities about certain foods like that chubby foods. So like right. I would feel guilty ordering chubby foods. So like what's a chubby food? A hot dog with chili on top of it. A chili dog. That's a chubby food. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy, Wendy's chili, which is my fucking jam, which is weirdly healthy. Okay. That's also, but that's also, it's like one of those like, ew, of course, of course she eats that. And I feel like meatloaf is very much in that category. All right. I, I, get, <laughs> I see what you're saying. I understand. But like meatloaf, underrated. I love it. I think it's I'm gonna, good. I'm going to cook the shit out of it. If it turns out the way my memory like has it saved, because it's been at least 15 years since I've had meatloaf. I know that is you please Instagram story that whole thing. I actually, it's not a pretty food. I'm not sure. It's it's like hamburger helper beef stroganoff. No one actually wants <laughs> to see it. They just want to eat it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see what it takes to get there. You just want to see the final product. And maybe not even. Yeah. Um I'm also not the one cooking in this house. Bo is. That's been nice. That's yeah, like the only that going? That's the only fun part of the day. I literally look forward to Bo cooking dinner every day. Like I wake up and I'm like, what's something good that's going to happen today? Oh, Bo's going to cook dinner. Can you believe that's the shit I have to look forward to every day? It's insane what the world that we're living in right now. And I'm going to tell you, I am. I don't care if you're one of those people that's like, I need to get out and I need to like do my thing. I my house is next to a public stairway. okay? and (laughs) I am watching all these fucking Instagram influencers in their like made up, you know, like they're matching athletic uh, like athleisure outfits instagramming themselves in the hollywood hills like going up and down like peace signing it and i'm like bitches go home if i have to stay home (laughs) you have to stay home if we can all just fucking get it together and stay home like every day that i see like a bunch of people hiking together is like to me another day that i'm just gonna be forced to stay home i'm like i'm getting bitter and i feel like we need to talk about how we're feeling more people aren't a lot of people are being all positive and shit and sometimes oh, fuck it's that shit really hard to stay positive like i spiral a lot Okay, wait, wait. So tell me about your spirals because I like, so I told you I'm distracting myself with work, but I will say Tay and I really are not leaving the house. We were both scared to leave the house. Like we put the masks on and the gloves and then we like wash everything when we get home and we're like, like we're, it, it's, it's not a fun experience to go out and come back home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we try to only go out like once a week for groceries. Yeah. You go out for necessities. Yeah, and then we, like, ha- like I have to get my medication soon, which I'm, like, having a mental breakdown about, like, going out and doing it because I don't want to go to the fucking pharmacy. That's where sick people are. But I've got to go. But, like, aside from that, we really are super self-quarantining. Like, we were going to go to her sister's, and, like, we decided not to do that because it's just, like, we... We're kind of, we're babies. We're scared to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't seen, I mean, we had a date night with you and Bo last night, but, like, literally, we are not even in contact with like more than one person 
like a, a grocery clerk a, a, a week. So we are like very much quarantined. We are so lucky that we have a really big ass apartment. So we have space from each other. But we're on like day like 15 now. And I think we're going to start to kill each other. Yeah. I just can't wait. Like this is the thing. Bo ordered a big TV. I told you this yesterday, I think. And you I'm did. just really looking forward to it arriving. They're like, the way they're doing it is they're like setting it outside the house because we can't have contact with the people delivering it. So like, I'm just <laughs> waiting for that TV so that like Bo can go and make his like room, like man cavey area and play games so that he doesn't resent me for watching Roni. <laughs> right. No, that's the only, like <laughs> multiple TVs is the only way that people will survive this. Yeah. But like, I, I, I have like, I'm busy, so that helps me be distracted, but I do have, I've had like a handful of days where I'm like, just like feeling so out of my own skin mm -hmm. and like something will trigger me, like something will get fucked up with my show and then like trolls will be like, you're so unprofessional. And I'm like, sorry, I got drunk and sent the wrong files. Shit happens. But like, I feel like, <laughs> but when I go to that like dark place, even for a second, Getting out of it's nearly impossible. Yeah. Nearly impossible. So what makes you spiral? Oh, I just keep having nightmares that I'm sick. Every single morning Ugh. I wake up and I've had just dreams and nightmares that I'm sick. And Bo has asthma. So I'm like extra concerned that, I, that I'm going to get sick. And I'm not even going anywhere. I'm just like, I, I'm not, there's no way for me to get sick, right? Unless it's because someone delivered something to my house. But I'm like a little I'm just overwhelmed by that I'm just I'm I spiral because I feel like I don't have free will I'm like I right. spiral just because I'm used to being really busy all the time you know like I'm spiraling just because I feel like a worthless piece of shit like it's like those yep. things are are making me go insane like I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel oh my god this is such a depressing podcast episode but no, this is how honest. I mean this it's is how honest. I'm feeling this is literally how I'm, this is exactly how I'm feeling so I'm I can't sit here and pretend to be you know what you know who I'm sick of seeing on Instagram I don't even follow these people Tyler and Hannah those bachelor people Oh, oh yeah, I, you know Constantly, I'm, I'm like I'm so bad. I with like bachelor stuff on da Daily Mail on my Instagram feed. Someone's always reporting on them. They're like always out for a run or like doing dances, and they're like super happy. Like it's the best fucking time of their lives. And I'm like, if I see one more thing, like, I get it, and I'm so happy for you that like this is like a fun vacation for you. Wish it was like that for me. Maybe I'm just jealous. But like if I see <laughs> one more post like she did a post of her in a bikini and she's like what's more contagious than a smile she, she I'll got tell shit you for that i'll tell you what's more contagious than a smile <laughs> are you kidding no, me she, right now she I'm got shit for that i will say i think more people would rather hear you talk about spiraling and like missing the grove and like me being very concerned about sugarfish and will it ever come back can it recover can it what? recover oh my god what will, will i do without recover? sugarfish like oh what my is, god they're so like, what will we do like once have you ever seen the movie 2012 Oh my God! With they John just Cusack. made me watch it. I, okay, and it's so ridiculous and I love awesome. That. I love that I movie. I love it. So I, I love it with John Cusack. I feel like you know, like I'm not going to say what happens. I guess. Well, I have to. Sorry, spoiler. Um, <laughs> at the end, when they like open, they're all on the ship, and they like open the gates so that they can go yep. outside for the first time. I'm like, is that what it's going to be like for us when this quarantine <laughs> is over? It's like opening up the gates and seeing sun for the first time. Like that, that's what I'm imagining life's going to be like. Like when the quarantine is lifted and we're able and, 
and businesses come back and the first time I'm like, hey, want to go to the Grove? What is that going to be like? I don't it's know. Gonna be like, it's going to be like the scene at the end of um, Grease 1 when they sing we go together at the <laughs> so carnival. Everyone's going to be so nice to each other. Everyone's going to no, love No, I think everyone's going to be weird. No, really? I think everyone's going to be weird. Yes. The social anxiety is going to be like through the roof because I think by the time we're allowed out of this quarantine, we are all going to be like, like <laughs> short circuiting. <laughs> and it's like me, me, mop, me, mop, mop, mop. I don't know that we're going to be able to like talk normally to each other or like really trust that like, COVID-19 is like, you know, really like it's is it, is it really safe? I don't know. I think we're all going to be a little bit failure oh, to launch. God, this is even more depressing, Taylor. <laughs> Fuck. But I, the second Sugarfish is open and I feel safe going into the city, that is the location I'm going to. And I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat Sugarfish until I have to become like a Roman. Go upstairs, barf it out, come back down and eat more. I know that's bulimia, but like I'm like I'm giving and you I, a historical I, reference. And it's a thing, okay? Back in the olden days, when Romans, you know, were gladiators, the rich guys would have vomitoriums right next to them where they would eat, 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 barf, and then continue eating and drinking. And I'm like, yeah. So it's like the equivalent of puking and rallying. I miss those days. Yes, yes. It's puking and rallying. It's not like yeah. getting rid of the food because you want to be thin. Like, these motherfuckers it's so were that, fat. It's so that they could <laughs> still eat. The way you feel yeah. about sugarfish is the way I feel about Jones on 3rd. <gasps> and oh. I, we were ordering it up until, like, the absolute moment that we couldn't. And, like, the day that I went on my phone and saw that it was unavailable was so sad <laughs> Katie even called me because <laughs> she was so Wait. sad it's like we both saw it at the same time or something and Is it was Jones like, that Chinese chicken salad yes and oh I've, my I've God, discovered so many more things that I love at Jones on third that like that was really really sad God when was the last time you cried oh I cry every day every day every single day yeah, some days I'm, I will literally be like, Bo and I will just be talking about and just something random and I start crying and I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I, I'm sorry, like I don't know what's, I don't know why I'm apologizing, but I'm like, I don't know why this is happening right now. And he's like, you're just, you're feeling a lot of shit. I'm like, I know, but it's just, I'm nothing just like triggered me. I'm just like, it'll just happen. I cry every day. You're, you're in a glass case of emotion. I am in a fucking <laughs> glass case of emotion. Um, I haven't cried once. Really? Isn't That's because that you're horrible. <laughs> I am. What's wrong with me? I, and I'm a crier, people. Like, I'm a crier. So it sounds like I you're living your shock. best life. You know what? I'm I'm a little bit in shock. I wouldn't say I'm living my best life because my best life does involve me going to the grocery store every day because I really like to eat, like, like fresh, like, produce and stuff like that. Um, so that is cramping my style big time. Hence the meatloaf that's coming to my stomach very soon but um aside from that like I really am such a homebody like I'm realizing how much of a hermit I truly truly am and like I love taste family and I love my family and I love my friends but like I actually like last night Stassi when me you Bo and Tay T TD my my girlfriend Teddy um we're playing what are we playing heads up over yeah. this thing called zoom.us Zoom. which by the way who even knew that Zoom.us was a thing? Why didn't until, I invest in that? <laughs> like, right? Like, who's the owner? Is it Jeff fuck. Bezos? I swear to fucking God. Fuck. Like, I am so, I'm so mad I didn't invest in it. I it know. is like, 
people are on it all day, every day. So people are on it for work. People are on it for pleasure. People are on it for, like for hanging out with their friends. So we did a hangout on Zoom last night. And that it made me so feel so much better. That d- me it does too. That made me feel a lot better. Like that that was okay. the most fun I've had since all this yeah. shit went down. I had I had but, a lot of fun staying at Katie and Tom's. I wish that we could still do that. And like there are days when we're like, are we allowed to go over to each other's house? We've both been quarantined. I think you are. I know, I we're think trying to, are. we're trying to be as safe as possible. Just because like you you never know. And we're just we I'm I'm such a rule follower. I feel like people would be surprised you to are, hear that. Fucking they're like nerd. But like I am a rule. There's a reason that people put rules in order. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's for the greater good. So shit doesn't go crazy. So when there are right. rules, you should just probably follow them. Like think about a line. If everyone decided they don't want to follow the rules and we're cutting each other, then there would never even be a way to get into something. Do you know what I mean? You have to just follow the fucking rules. Line cutters piss me off. So I'm just saying. I know. (laughs) You really are. You would be so shocked to see what a a nerdy rule follower Stassi truly is. Like when people are like, rules are meant to be broken. Not really. (laughs) No, they're not. They're they're actually not. (laughs) Calm down, rebel. But yeah, I'm realizing like I really am like a total, I'm a total hermit, you know? I like to be in, and last night, I'm going to say something crazy, unpopular opinion coming at you. I prefer hanging out with you and Bo over my computer than in person. That's rude. Because, (laughs) because, listen to me, because when everyone's tired, no one has to, uh, wait, let me go back. Okay. If Tay and I were staying with you guys or you guys were staying with us, then I want to be in person. But the idea of getting to hang out with your friends all night long and then be like, you know what? I think I'm done. Like, I got to put my ass to bed or like I need to make a snack immediately. And that with a touch of a button, you are back in your home and like in your comfort place. That's a good that's point. Amazing. Okay. Like, you know, I get what you're you saying. You hang out with friends and you got to fucking get, get an Uber. An Uber. Like, get, get home. Get home. Go walk the dog. I mean, I still have to do that. But like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, Go. like leaving the party is the worst part. It's like, the worst leaving part. Leaving the weekend. Like, well, like I love Tay's sister I love her whole family but like her sister and brother-in-law and their three little boys live super close to us and her other sister's like usually there too um right now she's quarantining with them and so we miss the boys and everybody so much we want to go over there but like like the idea of how the fuck are we going to get there is yeah. it's, it's too daunting you it's can, like no can't, you can't, can't you deal can't, with it you can't do that shit and you can't get into a random uber you can't go no up. you just can't you have everyone just fucking stay home so that I can get out sooner but I wonder, I do wonder when this quarantine ends, because it will, and life goes back to semi-normal, because it will, like, what, like, what will I do? Like, like I'm actually starting to realize that I don't need, except for sugarfish, <laughs> I really don't, like, I can talk to my family on your you and I are, are we have different opinions on this so you, quarantine is not that hard for you and you love FaceTime and you've realized <laughs> you are a homebody I on the other hand have realized I'm not as much of a homebody as I thought yeah and that I need to go out and live my life <laughs> and I need someone to overwork me like I but really like to be overworked that I get Yes, I do. I do miss. I miss bitching about feeling overworked. 
You love to bitch about feeling that's overworked. The, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like I love to be overworked, but I have to be able to complain about it. <laughs> Wait, can can we talk about the fact that Vanderpump is delaying the the reunion? That's crazy, right? It was supposed to be April third, so obviously no no bueno, not going to happen. Um, listen, the reunion is the worst day of the year. I dread it. Like every time the reunion can wraps, can you break it down? Actually, I feel like I don't really actually know this part of your life. Well, it's like a fucking. Mm, fucking 14 hour day it feels like you have to get there at seven in the morning and i we normally don't leave till like 10 p.m and so it's like all day of just rehashing shit wait no no so you get there and you you, what time do you get there eight nine depends on if you're getting your makeup done there some people have to get there as early as like 6 30 do you know what i mean like or if you decide like i did my own makeup last year so that i could and hair so i could come in later Later. so i went at like nine so do you guys get like your own dressing rooms like the way they do with the housewives? No, we have like two dressing rooms, two or three that we like are all stuffed in. And so it's like basically choosing who you want to hang out with. And like I like claim a room. And so it's like if somebody walks into <laughs> the one that is that I've been like hanging out in, it's kind of like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? This is my room. But yeah, Did we you don't see the name Stasi on the door. We don't have we don't have our own. And then you just have to sit there all fucking day long and fight with each other. And it's like, whoa, this was like a year ago. Why do we have to bring up all of this old shit? And just it's like, let's reference gladiators again. It's literally like a fight to the death. It's like it feels like the Hunger Games. (laughs) It really is. And it's and then once it's done, once it's over, it's like relationships are even worse than they were when we walked into it so it's well, just so, so like so you walk into a reunion like knowing of course like at least one or two people who you're going to be fighting with yeah but then how many people do you randomly start fighting with that you didn't even anticipate well sometimes you end up fighting with everyone because you're like why the fuck would you say that to her like that's so rude like james and i do you know what i mean like james right. and i we don't have a relationship we don't have a friendship or anything like that i've never hung out with him one-on-one like so, like, I don't know him that well. There's nothing for me to really fight him about. But when he's, like, mean to my friends, then I end up fighting with him. And I'm like, I don't even know you. Why are we <laughs> fighting? <laughs> so it's just, it's all fucking weird. And I can't imagine, like, re- like filming a reunion after the coronavirus situation. Like, I th- feel like I'm going to sit there and be like, I don't care. I don't care. Right? I don't care. This is all so fucking stupid. Okay, well, I'm going to make you talk about this because you have to. <laughs> so I'm, speaking of. I'm treading lightly. Speaking of fighting with people. Yeah. During Corona. Yeah, clearly I do care. <laughs> <laughs> we all literally just saw like a day ago. Uh-huh. You get into a Twitter feud with Chris and Doty. Okay. I thought... I didn't care. <laughs> and <laughs> I had been texting with with Kristen like about like just coronavirus stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like normal right. like like check in with each other like nice shit. And then fucking Katie sends me this video fucking yesterday Katie. morning and I'm like and she's like you need to watch this. I'm like can you just tell me what's in it? Please don't ruin my day. And she's like no, you need to watch it. And I watched the whole thing and it's the after show, the Vanderpump Rules after show with Kristen and Brittany and Kristen went in on my career. 
and basically she said, I I'm, I'm going to come crashing down. No one's going to want to listen to my podcast when I'm 40 years old. Who the fuck do I think I am? I literally don't do anything like who the fuck are you? And I that it was like jarring. And I was so fucking tri- I was shaking. I made Bo pour me an Aperol spritz. I haven't we haven't been day drinking. We kind of like we've been good at that. Like we'll drink it like wine or whatever at night. But I was like, give me a fucking drink. I was shaking because, uh, you know, yes, Kristen, me and Katie have fought on Vanderpump Rules. Everyone's seen it. A lot of people think that, you know, maybe I was too hard on her. And fine, everyone's entitled to their own opinions. But I personally don't think that I, I was because this has been years of this shit. So right. when I've had enough, I've kind of had enough. And I don't like I've had enough. Um, But I've never come after her career or her job or anything that she's working on. Like yeah. I just there's. No, like I get Katie made that comment about her T-shirts, but like I didn't make that comment. And so for Kristen to come after like something that means so much to me that I work so hard on where I'm like, whoa, in such like a venomous way, I texted her privately immediately. And I was like, I'm like really disgusted by this because I've never done this to you. Like, yes, we're on a reality show where we have to speak our minds and talk about how we feel about each other. So like we can't just sit there and pretend to get along like we're not. So like, yes, I realize that we're fighting, but like this is different. Like I and I, I'm not doing this to you. And in every it, press interview I have, I try and be as like hopeful and like nice as I possibly can about you. So like th- this is insane. And then she responded a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch or whatever. And I was like, okay, your texts don't make sense. And they're like, like jambling, like my brain and we're going in circles. And like, you're talking about something that isn't what I even just sent you. And then I, I was like, I'm going to like tap out of this conversation because I just feel like you're deflecting. And she went on Twitter and was like, I want, I just saw this video and I'd like to say that like, publicly I don't feel this way about the way Stasi works or whatever she did and then she like um she's like I'm not above apologizing or something like that but she started like liking all these tweets that were like against me and against Katie right. and then retweeting tweets that were against me and Katie so I'm like I've never asked you for a fucking public apology like, I just wanted to let you know. Well, it was damage, this is, it was damage control. This she is, was doing it to, to this, cover her own ass because she probably got people being like, yo, you don't come for people's businesses. That's fucked up. It, Stassi's never done that to you. That's probably what happened. So she 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 says it, right? The video's out there. Then you guys get into like a real life, real like friend, whatever, acquaintance situation you guys are in, you know, text over it. She doesn't really apologize, and then she goes and apologizes publicly when she didn't even give you that privately. So yeah, that feels like bullshit. I, I just and no, and privately she like she did say like I'm sorry I didn't mean for it to sound. I will say that like she did, I, but then I'm she sorry, kept being. I didn't, I didn't mean for it to sound. That that's mean. pretty much. I mean, pretty that's much. That's not she, a good apology. She, goes, she was like, that's I must. I must have been triggered by something. I must have been mad about something. I'm like, but. And she was like, I've been, you know, I'd gone through like the hardest time in my life with Carter and all that. And I'm like, okay, are we still talking about this? Like, (laughs) this is not, I'm just saying, like, I've never done anything like this to you that's so awful. And that you filmed this a month ago. So like, that's bullshit. Like you filmed that after show a month ago. So I feel like that's 
bullshit. Didn't ask you for a public apology, but I spiraled on Twitter. I've never <laughs> been in a Twitter feud before. I felt how did it feel? It, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't know how people can do this. Like, I don't know how Jax Taylor can do this all the time. Like, Twitter feuds are stressful as fuck. I was just like, oh my God, who am I right now? Like, like normally, I'm too busy to Twitter fight. And now I have all the time in the world to engage in a Twitter feud. And I feel like shit about it. But like I spiraled and it happened and I and I did it and I just like had to get it out there. And now it's like, fuck, I don't know. This is what quarantine life is doing to me. And there's so <laughs> many bigger things in the world like that we should be worried about right now. And I'm sitting there on Twitter arguing with Kristen over the after show. Like, really? Like, I am so <laughs> embarrassed for show. myself. I'm embarrassed for myself. That's all it is. And that's probably what's contributing to this mini depression that I'm fucking feeling right now. Thank God I put on makeup. That was helpful. But like, I don't know. Every time I think that like I'm getting close <laughs> to like being okay with Kristen, something happens and just like pushes me farther. And I'm like, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. Like this is, this is why I tapped out. This is why I took a step back. Like, because right. you're sitting just, here, a, you're sitting here liking all of the shit and reposting shit of, but that people are saying bad about me and Katie. So like, go, go fuck your half-ass speak apology. speak louder than yes, words. Go if you say, like, yeah, you it's a half-ass like, apology. It's like literally about her. It's to make her you, look nice. Like, yeah, well, she, she's on, she's on the, I'm a victim. I'm a martyr. You know, choo-choo train, all fucking steam ahead, full steam ahead. And she... Basically, she's just. She I don't want to go. I don't want to go that hard on her, Taylor. I, I don't normally don't even talk about this shit on my podcast, but it's out there, and so it would be weird if, out I, there. if if I if I Listen, denied it. Like I can't deny it, but <sighs> she's just on a mission to make herself look good. Okay, which that's, is that's, which that's is fine. Everyone wants to look good. No one's like, I want to look bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, but when you look bad, fine. there's something really powerful in saying, you know what. I look bad and I'm a person and I'm flawed and I'm self-aware enough to say that was not a cute look for me. Those are my favorite kind of people who are people who that can do that. And honestly, having known Kristen for as long as I have through you, she really is kind of she has been she, in the past that kind of person. She is. that type. I would say she is that type of person. I, I feel but like not you right know now. What? she had. I think she probably had good intentions putting those tweets out there, but then just like really like just fucked it up a little and it just, just hearing up. just like hearing excuses as to why she was triggered and probably upset about something I'm like but I've been triggered and upset about things and I still don't go there so like don't expect a wedding invitation and wonder why we're not friends when you're sitting there on an after show talking about me that way talking well, about how my I'm gonna come crashing down where the fuck am I gonna be at 40 that when like, you're 40 why First, well I, that was very triggering to me why I'm would close I to 40 and also, Kristen is the closest to 40. Yes, but like... I'm just saying. I'm just saying why, like, she can't expect, like, people can't expect to be like, why aren't we friends when then I see stuff like that? <laughs> that doesn't make me want to reach out and be like, hey, let's, you know, let's talk about this and, and let's get back to where we were. That's no, like... That's no. this is why like I have to take a step back. I don't nothing makes me crazier than people lacking self-awareness. It's like if it's logical, two plus two is four. You talk shit about me and when we're not doing great. Yeah, you're not going to get invited to the wedding and don't be surprised. It's like, how can you not understand why I, I, when people are illogical? It makes me so crazy. Yeah, 
I don't want anyone at my wedding who's like, her career is going to come crashing down and no one's going to listen to our podcast at four. And I, like, <laughs> that, why would I, what? Like, that, please listen when I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> please, what a way still, to end. please still be listening. Yeah. All right. And so with that, I'm going to wrap this up and we are going to do Taylor's podcast, which will come out next week so if you feel like listening to me bitch and moan and complain about life still next week go listen to hers for part two. <laughs> oh well well guess what we're gonna talk about some other people's feuds we're gonna talk about kim kardashian and taylor Good, swift because i don't want to talk about my own feud nope, ever again i'm embarrassed for myself kristen listen, I, I always will love her and i probably yes. had good intentions and so like fuck this was I, I shouldn't have engaged in twitter and i'm embarrassed so there's that okay Let's well, just you know do that's the, that's the kind of self-awareness that I love about you. All right. Let's do your podcast. So do I stop this thing? Yeah. Okay. So stop this thing and then we'll restart. Okay. Okay. Bye, Zs. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? Oh, Did yeah. Did you stop it? No. <laughs> let, me, let me promote, bitch. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us don't have two million Instagram followers and need more. I'm oh, sorry. I forgot. I'm, I'm sorry. My brain is a quarantine brain. It's... <laughs> Um, you guys, please follow me at Taylor Strecker on Instagram. I'm not the best, but I'm doing better. And also <laughs> listen to my podcast, Taste of Taylor. And if you really, really like me, you can subscribe to my radio show. It's daily, two hours, talk radio. It's usually live, but right now it's live to tape. But it's still great content. TaylorStrecker.com to subscribe. Thanks, Stas. Word. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>